Welcome to Geek Girl Soup. I'm Susan. I'm Kelly. I'm Court. And we're back after the soupies and we're we're kind of doing another little mini awards right because mm-hmm. we we all we all went to Sundance and so um you guys are still in the snowy areas and I'm not but it's 54 degrees outside oh so, <gasps> wow you know Very cold that's for cold for y'all that's, yeah that's winter in Houston yeah it is half that temperature here in Pittsburgh it's 27 right now wow yeah. okay wow all right. We're just above freezing. Like our, our snowstorm from this morning, it's gone already. Yeah. Oh. We got a little flurry here and yeah. It it's stuck on the cars, but it's gone now. All right. Yeah. Well, it was heavy enough for them to cancel my massage this morning. So. Oh. Yeah. Nice. But it's cool. I got to go to CJ's. It, it worked out. Okay. Mhm. Mhm. Well, good. Good. That's always fun. I miss that. I hadn't done it in a year. A year? Yeah. Oh I'm pretty, you know, I wasn't sure how it would look in there, but they are really, they're still stringent with how many oh, people. Oh, yeah. Are and like when I went to get my feet done last time, like there was a long mm-hmm. line up the door, but this time yeah. there was like nobody in there because it was oh, snowing and it was like, early. It was, yeah, and it was early. Yeah. So yay. Cool. Did you get lots of snacks? I did. I got our fish too. The fish? Oh, the fish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i i don't think i can eat those anymore but um, i probably shouldn't <laughs> no nobody should but they're <laughs> so good <laughs> yeah and <laughs> do they have the uh, the just lobsters or did you not see that one i didn't see that one but there are okay. lobsters in there yeah but it's always fun when they when they have the little the little bag of just lobsters for 99 <laughs> oh my cents lord Gotta love my gummies. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. They're so good. They're so good. But I can't do gummies anymore for the next two years. So I mean, that's good. Yeah. Isn't there also gelatin in the gummies? Probably, yeah. Yeah, so if you're doing vegetarian or vegan, Susan, then I know. gelatin is out. It's out. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see it in there. I don't know. I mean, maybe they use an alternative like auger. I think they work around it. Oh, that's good. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> that's where I, where I go like off the cliff is like with desserts and stuff. Mm. So it's like, yeah. so, okay. I know. <laughs> it's like, I know I shouldn't eat this, but it's a dessert. Oh, so. well. I know. I'm terrible. <laughs> so. Oh, I just got uh, Girl Scout cookies. Thin mm-hmm. mints in the freezer. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yeah. I had to order them from a local troop, but they sent yeah. them out pretty yeah. quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I have to look. I think mine are on the way too. Yay. Cool. Can't wait. Anyway, so Sundance. <laughs> so. So there was one movie that we all watched mm-hmm. and that was Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah. And it's coming out um, in a week or so on uh, HBO. HBO. Mm-hmm. Yep. HBO Max. Yep. Yeah. So uh, we'll be there. Everyone else will be able to watch it there, but we've already seen it. And mm-hmm. I think we all liked it. Yeah. And we'll yeah. recommend it. Um, yeah. Court, we'll start with you. 
Uh, it gave me a lot of history that I wasn't aware of. Um, like I knew on the periphery, like free lunches came because of the Black Panthers, like free school lunches, like that was born of the Black Panthers. But other than that, it was a lot of stuff in there that I didn't know about. Like I know who I knew who P, Huey P. Newton was, and I kind of knew the story of um. Oh my God, sorry, dude's name. Fred Hampton. Fred, Fred, yeah, Fred. Yeah, I, I kind of knew that he had been assassinated. But like the details, like mm. I didn't know all this. Yeah. Uh, so this was good to see. And as we've been seeing over the past couple of years, um, like there's a history that's being told that's really not ha- doesn't usually have a lot of light shed on it. Usually, when we're looking at the um, movies that are being shown, are it's a slave film. But like that's not what we got here. So um, I was so happy with this. Mm-hmm. And um, like he did a good job. Like Daniel Kaluuya did an amazing mm-hmm. job. And uh, Lakeith Stanfield, like his character like I kept going back and forth on that character um I was so angry at him but I felt for him mm-hmm. yeah and did you hear about the the real guy yes that um you know what that that documentary came out um he he killed himself that night yeah yeah, it came like, out. Um, yeah they had included so like, a line about that at the end of the movie mm-hmm. and like I was I was I was again I was so mad at him um yeah. for his hand in it and I know like he couldn't completely like walk away from his handler or whatever but um like when he had said that and what was it eyes on the prize part two mm-hmm. like when he said what he said I was just so pissed and then they had that line that he committed suicide like yeah. whatever night and I immediately was like, oh my god and I yeah. liked this in the Q&A too um, about like how how conflicted he had been over the years mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it was really sad that he killed himself and yet I was also thinking okay then that showed how bad he felt about doing that yeah. and it was in some ways a, a sort of redemption which may sound terrible but all right not redemption that's not the right word but um, like another layer to his story. Yes. Like that one brief snippet that we saw yeah. of eyes on the prize too, at the yeah. end of it, mm-hmm. it sounded like he wasn't that torn. Right. right. And I, I was pissed off at that. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, you mm-hmm. sold your soul just to stay out of prison. And yes, you became a revolutionary, but how can you really say that when you were spying on Fred mm-hmm. and you were betraying yeah. him and the cause? Yep. And then I think he, he also, you know, he knew how people were going to react after they saw that. And so that's another reason why he probably committed suicide that night. Yeah. Yeah. so it's like well nothing good's gonna come of this so yeah. they're all gonna be mad at me and hate me and want to kill me anyway so yeah <laughs> yeah and yeah court like you were saying i knew that fred was assassinated but i don't remember knowing exactly how and and i believe that what they showed was if not the the truth, then it at least very close to it yeah. because his wife was there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so that was just horrifying how yeah. that happened. Yeah. I'm a little cheater because anytime we see movies like this, um, the same thing happened with One Night in Miami. Like I was trying to figure out when um, 
when Malcolm X was going to die. And I couldn't figure out what year that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Same thing here. Like I knew something was coming. I knew it was going to happen. I cheated. I Googled um, like right when we were getting there. It's not cheating. And, I know. <laughs> and, it's like, a biopic. Like, yeah. They were, they were like pictures and they were talking about like how it all happened and what went down. So they were, they were super close. And oh, the fact cool. that they had like his wife and his son, like working with him in collaboration for this movie, like helped a lot, like with mm-hmm. getting the details right. Um, like one line from the Q and A, um, the young actress who played, I'm sorry, I'm really bad with the names, Deborah, the one actress, uh, Dominique Fishback, beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. Like she, the actual, um, I can't remember her name. Um, she, she was advised not to cry in that scene. Yeah. And like that, that was powerful. That was a Yeah. Yeah. Thought that was a good moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I noticed that she didn't cry. And yeah. I felt like that was her way of kind of telling the FBI, fuck you. I yeah. am exactly. not yeah. giving in. You know, this yeah. is going to like strengthen a lot of mm-hmm. people. Not strengthen, but you know, like piss yeah. them off so much that you're not gonna tear us down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it, that's exactly exactly yeah. what it did. Yeah. yeah. And again, I learned so much because I had heard about the Rainbow Coalition, but like, oh, that's what the Rainbow Coalition was. That's mm. how it came about. Oh, I had no, I didn't know that. Our education system is horrible. Yeah. Like I try mm. to supplement on my own and do a lot of reading, but clearly I'm not reading enough of the, the right things mm. or there's just so much. Right. There's just so much out there because it's not like yeah. in a history book. <laughs> well, and we don't know what to look up. You know, like we don't know what we don't know. So where do you even start? You know, hey Google, tell me what I don't know. (laughs) Right, like um, like the Tulsa massacre. I I knew about that, but not details. Details. Um, so like that was good to see. Um, like when we got that with Watchmen. Um, and that opened a lot of people's eyes to that. And I know that was only like a piece of it of, Mm. of that same kind of thing happening over and over again. Like we've been seeing that with the different documentaries that we've been watching over the past year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Apparently that became like the number one Google search for what, a couple days after yeah. episode yeah. one aired on the Watchmen. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of people were saying, what? That was yeah. real? What? Yeah. <laughs> And like th- that even happened in the eighties. Like there was a fa- fire bombing, I think, in Pennsylvania somewhere. Mm. I don't know. I'll have to look it up. Is again. that maybe the um, what is it? The move in Philadelphia in seventy six, maybe? Um, because another one of the the things that I watched from Sundance was Philly DA, uh-huh. and there was like a. It was like a commune or something in of uh, uh, black people in mm-hmm. Philadelphia, and it was firebombed, and mm. you know, adults and children died yeah. and burned down a bunch of houses in the neighborhood. So that may be what you were thinking of, yeah. Okay. And so, and with that one, um, in 2018, in that election, that's when mm-hmm. this. DA was elected and he was you know lifetime um, criminal defense attorney Mm -hmm. and he wanted to change things up and so he he won and he's in there changing things and 
it's uh it's also now a, a pbs series oh wow so really? uh okay. and it comes back in april on pbs cool you said philly da yeah mm-hmm. philly da mm-hmm. okay yeah that's cool all right i see it thanks hon mm-hmm. yeah and you know we don't learn about all of this in school at least most people don't anyone who uses um major textbooks you know because those textbooks are approved by the texas education board texas isn't going to tell you anything no yeah no (laughs) so we have to get away from that in order to learn about any of this or it has to be individual teachers who know history and we'll just bring it up in their classes yeah and I, I don't think we got any of the extra in, in our, <laughs> in our uh, school. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And certainly when we, Susan and, and I were back in our school in Houston, none of this was taught. None of it. Yeah. It's pitiful. Oh, including, so I just learned a few weeks ago about the deep slavery roots in the Alamo, the fight of the Battle of the Alamo. Now, I don't remember all the details to relate them right now, but a friend of mine posted on Facebook after the Orange Nightmare went to Alamo, Texas, which is not San Antonio where the Alamo is. But anyway, so she posted something about blah, blah, blah. And we all know about the uh, slavery history of the Alamo. I'm like, what? Because we learned in seventh grade Texas history that it was all about independence, you know, Texas independence and glory and sacrifice. And so I looked it up and Jesus Christ, no, it was, Texas was built on slavery. I mean, I guess no shit, but as a native Texan, that's not what I wanted to hear or believe. And and of course, I did know that it was that Battle of the Alamo was actually part of stealing land from Mexico. Of course, I mm-hmm. knew that. But um, yeah, it had a lot to do with slavery, and uh, Texans wanted the quote right to keep slaves. And yeah, Battle of the Alamo had to do that because it was outlawed in Mexico. Mm. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So we need to remember the Alamo still, but for very different reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yep. (sighs) Yep. (laughs) So let's move on to some more positive things that we saw (laughs) at Sundance. (laughs) But it's a final note about Judas and the Black Messiah. Excellent. And people need to watch it on HBO Max in uh, a few days. Yep. Oh God! Yes, like they the were 12th. so on point with the symbolism in that movie. Like I didn't think of the title until um, the FBI agent was handing over like the twenty pieces of silver. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was yeah. like, "Oh yeah, Judas!" Yeah. So, mm-hmm. 
Yep. So Susan, what was your favorite thing that you watched? Because you watched almost my very favorite. I don't know. (laughs) Then like three (laughs) of your favorites. A few of them. Okay. On the the shorts, I'll talk about just one of them, Um, and (laughs) it's something that only Susan would like because it's like really dark dark humor Uh, it is (laughs) because it was about this family um at home uh while their their patriarch is dying um it's called raspberry Mm -hmm. and so you know the man dies and then um there's a the funeral home people come to pick up the body they say uh you know if you want to say any last words to grandpa or whatever go ahead we'll be here when you're ready and so you know the the family members take their turns saying what they want to say to grandpa and then um his i guess it's his youngest son um he's like 20 something and he um everyone's looking and he uh like pulls the pulls the sheet down pulls up the (laughs) the shirt and blows a raspberry on the guy's belly on dead grandpa's belly oh my lord (laughs) you know i mean that's the 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 kind of relationship they had was like fun and because he was the the young the you know the youngest child of a very old father you know Mm -hmm. old father he was maybe and by that time, by the time he died, maybe 70s, 80s. Mm. Yeah. And the kid was like 20 something, I guess. Yeah, had to be. So, yeah. And so. the other family members look at him like, he, what are you doing? Yeah. Like he was. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a weird thing to do. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's also it's funny and sweet. And, yeah. you know, it it's like the things that the other people were saying it yeah. reminded him of the time that they had together yep yep so, like, yeah. and he doesn't say he just busts out crying like that yeah. was beautiful it know? was yeah so, so that was one of my favorite shorts <laughs> favorite documentary um okay there were four of them that i saw that were about high school students mm. One was filmed during the pandemic. It was the class of 2020. Um, And the title of the film was Homeroom. And it was in Oakland, uh, I think Oakland Tech High School. Mm -hmm. And I think that won an award or two uh, at Sundance. And um, then there was another one filmed across the Bay in San Francisco um, at... uh, and that was, I think, of the class of 2019. Mm. And I'm looking for the name of the school um, because it was, oh, it's called Try Harder. Um, and it's Lowell High School in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And they had a, a mostly Asian population there at the school. And so there were like lots of elite colleges coming to recruit those students and everything. And so it was, um, 
you know, it was really interesting, you know, like a, a public school that was kind of like a private school. Mm. And then um, the other two um, high school documentaries were in Texas. Um, one of them was called Cusp. And I think they were going into, well, this was mostly filmed like over a summer mm. of these. And there were these girls who were best friends and it's, you know, just about their lives. They are, they, they partied a lot, we'll say, and they had some hard lives and they, they talked about them too, you know, just kind of their, their casual conversation. You know, one of them's like, oh yeah, my mom's boyfriend many years ago, he molested me. My mom knew about it. Yeah. But she didn't do anything about it. Mm. Uh, Another one was talking about how her boyfriend raped her and so it's like wow yeah they you know i i hope they're getting some uh some help (laughs) and you know and this is the one who later you know she was dating this other guy later in the um in the documentary and he had a big confederate flag on the wall so it's like great yeah these are great people so (laughs) Um, so yeah, I mean, I hope that they, you know, get out of there and are successful in their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, another one in Texas, um, was in El Paso and there they had a program, um, for, it was like a law enforcement program for the high school students. Hmm. And so, um, a lot of them, you know, were being recruited for, um, for border patrol there. Mm. So, you know, it was interesting to see it's like, well, wait a minute, where are the elite colleges like in the mm. San Francisco high school, you know, and, mm. you know, we'll, we'll trade uh, recruitment here. Mm. At these. But, um, you know, so that's, you know, you see how things are set up systemically mm-hmm. and generationally. Mm-hmm. You, um, keep on going the way it is mm-hmm. and i'm looking for the name of that one and i can't find it oh at the ready that's that one okay okay see i've got all my notes pages, <laughs> and pages of notes <laughs> so um court why don't you tell us about some of yours <laughs> uh so the shorts i i Oh my God. So the shorts. So I didn't realize that once you started the shorts, um, you wouldn't be able to go back in later if you went beyond like that four hour window that they set. So for the Mm -hmm. documentaries, I only got to see, um, this is the way we rise the one in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, that was beautiful, but I didn't get to see any more like the documentary shorts. Um, now my favorites, uh, Ava from my class, um, the one with the young girl who um, is in that little, I guess, acting troupe with the other little kids. Oh, right, the mittens. So <laughs> yeah, mittens. And she's so fixated on the other little girl. And I keep waiting for them to be best friends. But of course, that doesn't happen. It was very realistic. And she yeah. steals a mitten and um, then she feels bad and she goes to put it back. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was really sweet and really well done. Did you watch the Q&A for that shorts program? Yes, I did. Okay. okay. I did. Yeah. And that was a, based on a true story. Yeah. So many of these are based on a true story. Like um, the one double speak 
um, where uh, you're with the young lady who was sexually harassed and you, you're sitting with her in this meeting where they're telling her all the reasons why she was wrong for not reporting this sooner and why it wasn't really as bad as she thought it was. Mm-hmm. And it was so real. And when I was watching the Q&A and she was like, yeah, this is based on a true story. I was like, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, all, all the women watching it were like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And like then, like the moment in that short where she goes back to work after telling her mom, yeah, everything went well. It, it, it was great. And um, she, she lied. So she's sitting yeah. there and he's back and he's doing it to the, her Same neighbor. Thing. Same thing. Like you weren't even punished though. Um, white wedding. Oh, um, yes. Uh, the young lady, uh, it was her wedding party and her in-laws are all there and there's this band and we come to realize that one of the band members is her long lost dad who I guess walked out one night and never came back. And um, Chaco Shots, uh, we find out that she had him there. Like she had made sure that he would be there and like they share that dance and like it's awkward because everybody's kind of just staring at them and but like it's awesome because she's glad he's there but she, she she's she's telling herself that i don't i don't need you but she does need him so yeah. like i built so many things in my head to happen after that um, yeah i was a little bit mixed with that that speech at you know yeah. That she oh yeah like, yeah it's like no to do that <laughs> Yeah, no. Um, and like, oh my God, there were so many other ones. Um, Don't go telling your mama was so creative. Yeah. Um, like they just go through the alphabet. Um, and I, I, I can't like express to you like everything that they do. It was, it was super creative. The music was amazing. Um, I, ha- I have a whole list. Y'all. I have a whole list. Mm. It was longer. Like this is my second time <laughs> writing this list because I don't know what I do with the other one. Um, oh. <laughs> Bruiser. Um, Oh, I love that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that one was kind of focused on like the world star videos where people get beat up and um, like it's posted online. But it was also father son relationship. Oh, yeah. No, no. Yeah. So (laughs) father son relationship because the young boy saw his father get beat up in person and then his friends see the video. It was the other way around. His father was the one beating the other guy. Oh, I thought he, I thought his father got beat up. And like, that's why he was questioning his father's manhood because he got beat up and it ended up on World Star. No, it was his, um, his father was beating up the father of the girl he had a crush on. Oh, that makes it even messier. I knew it was going to be a mess when he said, dad, please don't go over there. Yeah, because he had a crush on the girl and his dad was ruining it for him. Yeah, Yeah, he ruined it for him. (laughs) I was scared it was going to be a different ending um, because again, like he wanted to be able to fight and he uh, started lifting those heavy, heavy weights. So it was a whole moment. I wish I could have gone back to watch some of these again. But like I said, once that four hour window was up, you couldn't go back. Yeah. All right. Uh, the last one I'll mention besides in the air tonight, which was weird, but awesome. Uh, <laughs> that was hilarious though. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I, what is this what is this the whole thing and of course i had to go listen to the um the music video and watch miami vice again because why would i um but you wouldn't even understand like the one you wouldn't even understand where um this dude is just chilling hanging out and um some red-eyed guy comes up and starts i don't know he was like a devil or something i don't even remember this one let me see like, I can't explain to you exactly what happens because I don't know what happens. Like, <laughs> I just, you wouldn't understand. 
All right, an idyllic picnic of one is upended after the arrival of a stranger. And, like, he did some really wild, crazy things. And, okay, um, I remember the yeah. picnic, yeah. It was, it was weird, but interesting, and I wanted more of it. The sci-fi film, okay, yeah. Yes. Okay. Like I said, I have a whole list, and Raspberry was on there, too, but oh. I'll, I'll leave it. For the, the documentary shorts? Um, yeah. In the in the second documentary shorts program, there mm -hmm. the, it started with um, a film called "A Concerto Is a Conversation," mm -hmm. and it was um, about the composer Chris Bowers. The um, his concerto was being premiered February eighth, twenty twenty, and this was um, a film about that. But it turned into a conversation with his grandfather who was um, uh, who came to Los Angeles in probably the 30s 1930s or 40s from uh, from the south he's he's black and his, his you know establishing a business he worked he worked for a dry cleaner eventually bought it and had um and so, you know, that's, he's very successful in his uh, dry cleaning businesses. And so it eventually, the movie turned into the story about, of his grandfather and the, uh, the concerto premiere. <laughs> so, and that one, I think, is um, on the New York Times website. It, it was, they're one of the um, producers, and I think you can see it there on their website. Oh, and another another documentary short uh, called "When We Were Bullies." Um, this this guy, um, fifty years after fifth grade, he, you know, he remembers this incident that he was involved in, uh, where he was one of the bullies, mm. and so he he tracks down other members of his fifth grade class, and even their teacher is still living. And she didn't remember the incident, but uh, the students remembered the incident and were um, talking about it. Wow. So, yeah. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was interesting. And, you know, and he talked to the the guy who was bullied also. And so, um, yeah, it was, it was an interesting film. Mm. Oh, and then the weird ones, uh, Court Flex. Oh God! <laughs> What's happening? That was weird. Yeah. And then, like, listening to the Q and A afterward, um, like, ah, we we just tried something. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, um, there's another one. Wiggle Room. Um, it's the one with the young girl Daisy who's trying to save her wheelchair ramp and like the insurance agent oh, yeah. Uh, yeah he won't help her at all and then he almost dies and she saves his life that ending was he running after her because he had a change of heart or because she had his rabbit because oh, <gasps> of the rabbit okay yeah <laughs> that was my interpretation he didn't have yeah. a change of heart yeah. it's like <gasps> you took my very favorite thing in the world <laughs> well payback that was yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> 
So Kelly, I know you didn't see the shorts, no. um, but what were some of the things that, that you saw that you uh, enjoyed? So I was supposed to watch six things, but um, uh, one of them was on the last day and it either didn't have a 24 hour catch up or it shortened it. And that was the Amy Tan oh. uh, documentary. So I didn't get to see that. Um, so I saw Rita Moreno, just a girl who decided to go for it. That was really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Playing with sharks documentary about, I've already forgotten her name. Um, a woman who started out as a spear fisher and, um, ended up doing all this conservation work uh, for sharks and she would swim with them. She and her husband, uh, he did the underwater filming and photography and she would swim with them she got into they they both would get into shark cages they were some of the first ones to do that with great whites um they wore one of those like chain mail anti-shark suits and she wanted to prove that sharks don't want to eat people so she tied fish not living fish but you know like fish meat Mm -hmm. on her arms and tried really hard to get these sharks to bite her and it was really hard to do and uh she showed that they do not clamp down to eat that they use shearing action with their uh with their teeth like you know going back and forth um and and the suits worked like they didn't get through it at all um they she and her husband unfortunately consulted on the movie jaws Mm. they thought it would just be a monster movie that people didn't take seriously and when people ended up hunting sharks almost Mm. to extinction after that they went on this interview tour mostly on television trying to tell people like dispel those myths yeah but they just weren't listened to so they've regretted that for years now her husband is since dead but she's still around um i also watched the documentary my name is Polly murray mm-hmm. um but my they fa- oh, okay and then of course judas and the black messiah but my favorite thing was mass with um jason mm-hmm. isaacs my dude um and dowd from the leftovers martin uh martin martha plimpton mm-hmm. and i forget the other actor's name oh, um yeah. This was just so good. Oh my God. All four actors are amazing. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to say much about, I mean, y'all saw it too. I, you know, we don't want to really give much away, but I think the IMDB description is along the lines of two couples get together to have a conversation about traumatic experience involving their sons, however many years in the past. Yeah. Reed Bernie is the source. okay. Thank you, thank you. And you know, most of the movie is just the four of them in this room having this really difficult conversation. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they all just did an amazing job. I don't know if that film has been picked up yet by a distributor. Um, you know, I, yeah. unlike Coda, which y'all saw, 
uh, and I missed because it sold out too quickly yeah. um, about the deaf family with the one hearing daughter. And that got picked up by Apple TV plus for more than $25 million, mm-hmm. uh, which is the most ever for a film at Sundance. And worth it. Really? I didn't know that. Yep. <laughs> that was, uh, okay. Yep. Hmm. And I read that, um, What's it called? Um, it is Song of Soul, Sound of Soul. What is it? Quest Loves movie. That, it's a document. documentary. Yeah. yeah. I didn't it just it just went for I think it was twelve million. I don't think it was fifteen. I think it was twelve, and that's the highest for a documentary, beating out last year's Boy State, which had oh. been a record setter. Cool. All right, and I know passing got picked up too. Like oh, I, that one right, was so by fun. Netflix. Yeah. yeah, so I'm excited for that one too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the the one that I missed. But did I already say that was Amy Tan. Yeah, documentary about her. Okay, I forgot. Yeah, that, I and, and that was a good documentary too. Cool. So. I I forget how many of her films I've seen, but uh, no books. She's the author, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I don't think I've read uh, her books, but I loved the movie from the Joy Luck Club. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to see that. So I, it's not cool. I haven't read the book, but um, I just adored that movie so much. So I wanted to see that documentary to hear from her. And, yeah. Yeah. Probably would have inspired me to read the book. Not that I've been mm-hmm. reading really during the pandemic. So. Yeah. And not that I'd be reading, reading I know, but not that I'd read anything for the next couple months because it's award season. Yeah. So, do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. After award season, when you want to break from watching stuff. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, it ended on Sundance ended on the third and we're, we're recording this on the seventh and I haven't watched any movies since then. Uh Wow. i usually do that yeah after after the oscars because the spirit awards are the night before the oscars and this year that's going to be april 24th the oscars are april 25th and then yeah i normally take a break right after that i mean we're still going to be doing our quarantine casting every week but yeah we'll just have like our three things every week so i should probably pick up a book then and yeah Right. But then Maybe we'll the, have we can have a book week. True. Like we did in the fall with yeah. Adisha's yeah. Secret Lives of Church Ladies. Um uh but yeah, there'll also be whatever regular things are out, mm-hmm. like weekly or just whatever right. grabs us. <laughs> and... Like Court and I watching our ridiculous TV shows. There you go. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I have stuff on my calendar, you know, for yeah. right a while out you know when oh and what netflix is releasing a new movie a week hbo max is releasing a new Mm -hmm. movie a month uh oh apple tv plus has uh for all mankind coming out oh yeah season two yeah yeah and who knows they might just keep extending our free uh subscriptions too (laughs) well i pay for it i upgraded to apple one Mm-hmm. Because I have Apple Music, oh, right. um, 
you get a terabyte of memory of iCloud storage with Apple One. And I already, I, I do a family subscription to these things because of my son. So Apple TV Plus, Apple Music, um, a terabyte of shared storage, and then you get Apple Fitness and Apple Arcade. So I don't care about Arcade. Uh, I haven't tried the Apple Fitness yet because it's like all these videos at different levels. Okay, yeah, and... classes. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Okay. But to me, it was worth it just for TV storage and music mm-hmm. because just those three mm-hmm. cost me less with Apple One mm-hmm. and it did paying for them separately. Oh, cool. With the family, you know, yeah. Yeah. having each one as family. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, my point was I'm already paying for... Apple TV Plus, even though I got a new phone a few months ago and they said, you get a free trial or free year of Apple TV Plus. Like, don't need it. You already have it. Thanks. (laughs) You've already got my money, Apple. Right. (laughs) So, Court, I know you you watched some of the horror films. I did. Um, I watched Censor. Um, Like, that was... um, that was like an 80s film or not i'm sorry it it, it took us back into the 80s uh back with the mpaa and you oh. actually got to see um like a censor working on a movie or a bunch of censors working on movies and it's crazy because when i thought of censors before this i just thought of like a computer like just blacking things out and um like figuring out the different gore levels of things that we shouldn't be allowed to see uh so like this MPP MPAA or MPAA, yeah, I can't no, MPAA. Um, like she was watching like this one movie, and like she put a rating out uh, that allowed it to be com- to come out without it making like X. And apparently, they said someone um, like murdered someone in the style of that particular movie, and that kind of tormented her. And she had some other things going on um, in her head uh, related to her sister's disappearance from when she was a child. So you slowly see her losing it basically uh, as the movie goes along and like they just did a whole ass good job like putting this in the 80s vibe um and the director said she was very inspired by evil dead and a lot of films from that particular era because it it was very gory susan would not have enjoyed this um (laughs) uh, it was just it was very well done and it got into your head a lot i i thought they did a wonderful job um there was another called coming home in the dark and i like i was watching these movies like at like 12 and one o'clock in the morning i feel like i was falling asleep on this one and yeah and um like it would be like this loud gunshot and it would wake me up like there were just so many gunshots in that movie um Mm -hmm. it was really well done but it was really dark like not just dark night it was dark it's not something I'd watch again on my own, but it was it was pretty good. So if you guys like dark things, not you guys, but those listening to us, <laughs> yeah. I, would, I would tell them to try it. Susan is not going to watch that movie. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, I tried to watch one of those. Um, what, what did you try to watch? Uh, Mother <laughs> Schmuckers. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. And it was just, <laughs> it's ridiculous. It was ridiculous. But these, these two brothers, it, it, they're French. These yeah. two brothers, um, they are stupid uh-huh. and funny. Yeah. And it's like dumb and dumber if they were French and had yeah. a dog to yeah. look after. <laughs> so, and uh, 
the dog they they lost the dog and they're looking for the dog but they get sidetracked yeah of course (laughs) and this was one of the movies that I think I got halfway through it and just like no I'm wasting my time let me move on to another I have so many other movies that I want to (laughs) see so now how did your favorite um, Mr. Cage do with his film I didn't get to see it it was fun. Nicholas Cage had a movie at Sundance. He did. It was Prisoners of the Ghost Land. And <laughs> so it was better than Mandy. It was. I watched the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> I thought you watched all of Mandy. No. Oh, I, well, I okay. fast forwarded through oh, a lot that's of Mandy. Right. Okay. I'm like, let me skip ahead. Okay. Um, Mandy, it's like, we have to watch this for. Um, I watched enough. Yeah, get an idea of the cinematography, mm-hmm. and somehow with with Mandy, I skipped ahead to, to the that, chainsaw that scene. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't care enough to skip forward to watch the chainsaw scene. Yeah, all I needed to see was the sky and the forest, and <laughs> yes, the right. sky it was, was like pink purple at some point. Yeah. Yes, yeah, gave me an idea. Prisoners of the Ghost Land. Yeah. More. What what rating did you give it out of a 10? Uh, I don't know, maybe five. Yeah, you gave maybe Mandy like a two. Five. Yeah. So, okay. um, but yeah, I mean, I actually finished this one. Um, I, I didn't fast forward through it or anything. Um, but there were some interesting things like with the filming of this one with the, uh, the director. Mm-hmm. He had a heart attack um, before they were going to start filming. And so, uh, you know, and he's Japanese and it was going to be filmed here in the U.S. And so then because of his health, uh, all the filming was moved to Japan. Mm. And so that just brought another another interesting element to the film so there were it was like an american western but in japan <laughs> so oh like how clinty's you know the spaghetti westerns mm-hmm. the 60s yeah. you know they were american well, westerns but they were shot in italy yeah, but this still this incorporated the japanese culture oh cool in it okay too. so um so yeah it was interesting um and everyone was acting with be any big nick energy so oh that's a lot <laughs> yeah it was a lot it was. so why would sundance show a film that you would give a rating of only a four or five because like i understand when the spirit awards nominate something that we would score really really low because you know it's nominated for cinematography you know something it cinematography is is a really important category but if the film is trash but the cinematography is good then fine it it should get a nomination for that even though it means we have to sit through it or part of it (laughs) as much as we can (laughs) there's supposed to be awesome films i would expect to give everything a 7.5 or higher but this was one of their one of their midnight movies and so those are a little different so you okay. know 
those are this one i can see it in like five years or so it'll be a cult film midnight movies should still get a six or higher ellie the freaks come out at night (sighs) (laughs) still shouldn't be getting a four well, All right, I guess what are these the, the people same with who Mother Schmucker's got like a three? Oh God! And Glitch in the Matrix, same thing. I didn't even bother finishing that one. Um, so yeah, I mean, not every. All those were like a... midnight movies. Um, yeah, well, yeah, they okay. were all three of those. All right. Um, so these are like people who would love Tommy Vizo. Is that his name? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that one. And uh, that that movie that I assigned to court a few weeks ago, Street <laughs> Crash. Yeah, that needs to be a double feature with Mother Schmuckers because there was some really weird shit in that movie. So, yeah. And yeah, Street Trash and Mother Schmuckers. Yeah. <sighs> so... Okay, but some of some of the there were some apocalyptic movies that I liked. There was the Pink Cloud, and that one. Hey, um, you don't like apocalyptic movies? No, I do. Okay. I do. Yeah. But the way you said that, well, because we that been, you don't. Well, we'd been talking about movies I didn't like, so okay. you know, so. apocalyptic movies can be really, really good. Or at least mm-hmm. guilty pleasures. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I mean, and you are pink... still watching The Walking Dead. Yeah. That's a guilty pleasure. Yeah. yeah. It's like, is it over yet? <laughs> so... It should have ended 10 years ago. It's about to um, end. You know, it's like... never. No, I know. Everybody's getting a spinoff. The comic ended. So, why can't the show? The comic finally ended? Yeah. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. I thought it was still going on, which is why I thought the show is still going. Oh, no. No, they're not in the same place. The show's either. just making money, so that's why they keep going. Yeah, money. It's mm-hmm. bullshit. Yeah. Yep. And that's why they're doing all those spinoffs. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So, so there were two of them. There was The Pink Cloud and there was How It Ends. And How It Ends is one that was filmed in L.A. during the pandemic. And, you know, you can really tell um, with all the, you know, she's walking down the street alone. There's somebody she's talking to somebody up on the balcony. You know, they're they're doing their social distancing and everything while they're filming. So, yeah, it's fine. And then um, the, the pink cloud, mm-hmm. there's a toxic pink cloud. Um and so people are forced to be inside and it lasts for quite a while. Um, so, I mean, there's some, there's some things you question how they're getting um, food and mm. all of that. And I mean, how are people growing food? <laughs> you know, it's like, Oh, wait a minute. Not how are they getting food? How is food being produced? <laughs> well, so. which thing did we watch? Was it, or did y'all not watch that French cloud fog movie? I guess I watched it. And at the end, we saw 
the growing of food inside, you know, indoors. Maybe it wasn't the French one. There was something else, something I watched that was apocalyptic and you had to stay inside. Or was that the sunlight one? No, that was not the sunlight one because that was into the night. There was something. You couldn't go outside. And so there were people, there was this couple or something and and they were growing shit inside. Or was it the one with uh, only the women were dying or all died and the dude hid his wife? See, I don't remember. Oh, y'all, that's the y'all. one with uh, Leslie Adam Jr. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 So just real quick, this is a side thing, but when you said uh, How It Ends, is that the name of one of them? Mm-hmm. I thought there was a movie that's older called This Is How It Ends or something. Anyway, so I was about to look that up on IMDb. Mm-hmm. And here is an article that came out on Variety an hour ago about the London Critics Circle Awards. Nomadland um, won three awards. Um, uh, Film of the Year, uh, Frances McDormand, Actress of the Year, and writer-director Chloe Zhao won Screenwriter of the Year. And Chadwick Boseman won Best Actor for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Oh, and Riz Ahmed won British slash Irish director of the year for his work in Sound of Metal and Mogul Mowgli. I keep forgetting he's British. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I've seen him do, you know, have his normal or his natural accent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's all cool. That's why Promising Young yeah. Woman is not going to win at the uh, Spirit Awards. Frances McDormand because and of, Nomadland are. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. are awesome, but I love Promising Young Woman. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. sorry. Back to Sundance. Well, or apocalyptic movies. Yeah. yeah. Movies about the apocalypse. I guess an apocalyptic movie would be very different right. from a right. movie about the apocalypse. What would an apocalyptic movie mean? That a movie that sparks the apocalypse, and how? What would that be like? What would that be like? I don't know. Maybe some that. of the documentaries, you know, maybe something about the recent Capitol riot. Um, <laughs> you know, that would be very. Oh, you know what? The Ring. That's borderline apocalyptic mo- movie, isn't it? Not the not the it. film itself, but the video inside the movie. Because you, yeah, you watch it and then As things friend. happen. Yep. And if you keep passing that sucker around, you're just like infecting more and more people. So a video or a film that causes death. So if there were a bigger ring thing that like, what if you showed it at a movie theater? mass murder yeah yep there's this movie that you'll never watch called truth or dare <laughs> <laughs> seriously where it's basically like that concept 
um, except uh, like they have to pass, they have to pass it on to a new group of people. And, you know, as your turn comes around, like you take your turn and you might end up dying. Um, this, just these two girls who are playing, I hate to end the ruin for any, ruin the ending for anybody who's listening. Go for it. <laughs> um, it. They have to choose between each other because if one of them, like, truth or dares their friend, like the next person is going to die. So instead of sacrificing each other, they post it on YouTube oh. so that they pass it around oh. to everybody who watches the video on YouTube so that their turn will, won't come again for a long, long time. Because wow. everybody who watches the video this. is pulled yeah. into the truth or dare game. Wow. This, this movie came out recently? Because I know uh, I just, I heard about this somewhere recently. Years ago? Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Or was it on Ruined that they were talking about this? Or where did I Maybe. I think that, I think it was on Ruined. Maybe. It was okay. Ruined. Yeah. I've seen it maybe twice. First time just to watch it. Second time to see if I still hate it or not. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hate it. I didn't love it, though. Okay. <laughs> okay. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was the first time, but mm-hmm. it wasn't good. Yeah. Are there are there any movies that people should watch out for uh, besides Judas and the Black Messiah, Pass and, and Mass Coda, and Coda, yeah, Mass. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I want to add Wild Indian to that, but I also it was good, but it also made me mad. So, because um, a lot of these, a lot of these movies, um, I feel like I have to remind the the filmmakers that there are consequences. <laughs> so their their main character should suffer consequences. Mm-hmm. So anyway, but you know, you can apply that to a few of the movies. Yeah, Court, any you want to add? Um, you said Coda already and Judas, Rita, Amy Tan, and one short I didn't mention was The Criminals. Did you watch that one? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that about- won an award, too. Yes, it did. And I was so excited because uh, they started speaking in Turkish. Yeah, okay. Yes. I was like, I know it. I don't know what they're saying, but I know that they're speaking <laughs> you know, the I was so excited. Yeah. Are you learning Turkish yet on Duolingo? No. You, you've been doing some Norwegian, haven't you? I've been doing Norwegian, but you know, I'm watching my Turkish dramas. Mm-hmm. So like I hear the language and I, I watch it with Spanish subtitles. So it's a straight Oh, that's so cool. Story. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to start Norwegian until we're like a month away from going. I, I, I want to get the basics down, mm-hmm. but like then I'll really go into overdrive. Actually. Okay. I'll start it earlier, but then I do best when I binge at the last minute yeah so then i'll get some books and yeah and binge that way at the last minute but i'll be far enough along in duolingo that yeah i'll have some real grounding like maybe i'll wait to to plan that trip me too i'm ready Mm -hmm. yeah maybe we'll have our vaccines then we should Like we, well, I think we'll have to have like a, a passport. It'll have to be uh, a yeah. passport. Yeah. They're talking I'm good about with that. that. I'm down with that. Something. Yeah. As long as we have our vaccines by then. Yeah. <sighs> so is it maybe next month that they're going to start giving them out to like the, the next group who's 
you know, with no underlying conditions, you guys? At least here, there's group 1A, 1B, 1C, then general population. And I know the numbering is different here. So no, no, I'm, I don't think I'll get it till mid to late summer is what I'm anticipating for me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because see, I'm a, I'm a 1B in Texas. And Mm -hmm. so I'm getting my second shot tomorrow. Y'all are already in 1B. That's good. Pennsylvania is still in like 1A in very Mm -hmm. strict 1A. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Some people have sneaked in. And uh, so I just read that they've canceled all appointments and like they're starting over to, to kick out anyone who's not truly one a. That's good. Because I keep hearing all these horror stories about all these folks who have, um, was it done tourism in other cities? In Florida, Florida and New York. Oh, New York too. Yeah. Like uh, they went to this Hispanic neighborhood and. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. So they're vaccinated. Of course. Okay. White affluent people. Of course. With no underlying conditions. They aren't healthcare workers. They don't work in a restaurant. Very likely. Or a pharmacy or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. They're not exactly going to rush off into the front lines with their vaccination. Nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. But they can afford to travel to these other places to cut the line. Yep. Uh, that's why mm-hmm. I will wait my turn. Me too. What else was on the list here after Sundance? Um, Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. So I've started watching those. I watched uh, The Great on Hulu about Catherine the Great. It's nominated for Golden Globes and Spirit Awards. I have one episode left of Your Honor, because that comes out weekly on Showtime. So next week is the finale. It's nominated for at least a couple of Golden Globes. I have, uh, I'm halfway through Unorthodox on Netflix, which means two episodes out of four. It's nominated for several Golden Globes. Um. Okay, yeah, that's all I've done for the Globes so far. And that's my focus this month because the Golden Globes come out on um, February 28th. Then after that, I'll move back to the Spirit Awards. Hmm. I'm all caught up on Schitt's Creek. I caught up on Ted Lasso in preparation for our Sports Week talk, but um, I haven't watched Rami. I want to go back and watch that. I didn't finish Flight Attendant yet, but that video was so cute yes like, he found out that she was nominated that was amazing that i'm gonna that. um I, I am not watching emily in paris no i'm not you. either skipping that yeah um zoe's <laughs> extraordinary playlist is amazing i've been watching that uh caught up on the crown i haven't really been watching ozark i started the first <gasps> season and just never went back to it okay oh. but at least you've seen like one episode yeah, yeah okay. it's, it's good. It's very good and very yeah. deserved. What else on this list? I haven't seen Mrs. America. You guys recommend that? I have not seen it yet either. Okay. okay. So, so if I get around to it, yeah, after I've seen everything else that I'm planning on seeing. Like, okay. I'm not going to do Emily in Paris. Um, 
maybe just one episode maybe maybe um the father Mm -hmm. best screenplay and best uh motion picture it with anthony hopkins it comes out oh in theaters on february 26th so that's not gonna be possible i need to watch oh the united states versus billy holiday hulu but it's not out yet okay doesn't Uh, give a there was a film independent sent out an email yesterday i think Oh, so it'll oh, have it check. available. Yeah, I think on the 15th and 16th. So yeah, look for that email. Oh, God, I may have already dumped it since I thought it was on Hulu. But when I look today to watch it, um, it's not available yet. Right. Oh, yeah, I, Kelly, it's on yeah. here. Go ahead and register. For you. Okay, shit. I'll look and see if I didn't dump it yet. Yeah, but you can always <laughs> sign in to the yeah. film independent oh, okay, website true. look at their calendar their okay calendar. under best actress musical or film a uh, musical or comedy film uh i care a lot rosamund pike comes out on netflix um on february 19th cool um we'll get french exit through film independent but that'll probably be after um the Golden Globes happens. Um, I haven't watched On the Rocks yet. I it's fun. Okay, it's, it's fun. I'm not going to watch Hillbilly Elegy. Um, I haven't seen any of the foreign language films. Uh, Another round is available to rent. La Llorona is available on Shutter. The Life Ahead is available on Netflix. Minari will get with Film Independent. And Two of Us, I can't find. Okay. Um, I've seen all of the original score films. Yeah, TV, I've seen four out of five. And the fifth is Ratchet. And I've seen one episode of that. So I feel fine. Yeah, I need more of the best musical comedy. I have not seen Normal People for limited series. I've seen all the actors in a drama. I haven't seen Killing Eve for actress in a drama. I mean, I saw the first season. Have not seen all the actors in a musical or comma comedy TV. I've seen only two actress musical or comedy TV. I need to finish The Good Lord Bird for Ethan Hawke. Actress in a limited series. I need three more of those. Oh, well, I'm about to finish Unorthodox. At least several of these are like duplicates, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's helpful. But there's not a ton of overlap between these and Spirit Awards. But Spirit Awards, there's like, what, two TV categories? Let's see. I've got that right here. No, there's, oh, let's see. Yeah, non-scripted doc series, scripted series, Female performance and scripted, male performance and scripted, and then best ensemble cast, which is just I may destroy you. Now, I've been watching um, Little America uh-huh. and A Teacher, so I think those are nominated for Spirit Awards, and yeah. uh, and I, I I like Little America. A little better. <laughs> Where's it available? Because Apple TV. 
Oh, okay. I just have that written down as film independent. Okay, cool. Let me write that down. Yeah. Yeah. Those are, those are good. There are, I think, eight of them. And they're half hours. And each episode is a different story. Okay. So they're, they're little biopics. Okay, cool. But, but since they're quick, you know, it's not, it's not, you know, too bad. Okay. And they're, they're just regular people too. So cool. it's, it's different from, you know, the big biopic with the big, you know, Oscar grab yeah. scene. Yeah. People are really pissed, including one of the writers on Emily in Paris, that it got nominations for Golden Globes and I May Destroy You did not. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, that writer said that they wrote Emily in Paris as a joke. And oh. they said, there's a price to be paid when you have people hate watching things. Like people didn't hate watch, they didn't watch oh. Emily in Paris because it's so amazing. It got all the word of mouth because people hate watched it. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah, uh, they said that um, I May Destroy You, Michaela Cole, Journey Smollett, and oh. the Five Bloods. Like, what? Like, yeah. no love? I mean, granted, other award shows are giving them mad love. Mm-hmm. Um, was it Delroy Lindo? Did he get a nomination anywhere else, like SAG? You don't know. Didn't he for Spirit Awards? Okay. Or my, or my yeah, I've got. I need somebody to show right here. love. He did an amazing yeah, job. I don't in have it in front of me. No. Oh wait, no. wait. Let me see. Um, I was just looking at TV. Defy Bloods didn't get anything for spirit awards okay ma rainey's black bottom got a bunch okay okay and i know sag um gave some love to the five bloods and i think they said that chadwick was nominated for four films which is like a record or something wow for the same year wow hmm. now i at least these shows these tv shows that we're mentioning uh we'll have a chance at the emmys yes in september yeah hopefully they do a better job and we'll leave emily and paris out of it it, i may destroy you when did that come out um and during summertime like sag nominated i may destroy you it's just the golden globes did not so you mean i may destroy you may have come out too or it may have been eligible for these past emmys and didn't right. get nominated or is it right right here i'll see when it came out because i don't remember the cutoff for the emmys so every it, year yeah if it came out I, yeah i think it's may or june yeah that's when the first is. episode oh, i was june 7th okay well then it may be for this next yeah. year for for this for 2021 then because it didn't have like most of its episodes airing before emmy awards calendar uh, may 13th at 6 p.m entry deadline for all entries june 17th nominations round voting begins nominations are announced on july 13th shows that came out from june 1st 2020 to may 31st 2021 are eligible for Emmys 2021. Yes. Okay. Okay. So I May Destroy You is up for this year's Emmys. Uh So that makes sense. That makes so much more sense. Okay. 
cool. So June 1st to May 31st every year. Nice. Such a weird calendar, the Emmys mm-hmm. coming out that time of year. Yeah. Maybe it started that because the TV season right. was fall and spring. Right. Uh, bef- and there used to not be anything new in the summer. Yeah. So they had the summer to yeah. vote. Yeah. It made more sense back then. Yeah. So. So want to know what we're doing next week? Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, it was since next week is it's actually Valentine's Day. We were going to do like a Valentine's Day episode, but we've been putting off our, our Hitchcock episode for a while. So we're going to combine them and do like the mystery of love. <laughs> and so, yes. <laughs> so there's one movie that's on the list definitely it's dial m for murder and you can watch it on tubi or you can watch it on canopy uh tubi has commercials canopy does not um and they're both free and then um there's lots of other movies but they're kind of hard to find and so uh that's you know viewer's choice whatever other hitchcock movie you find court uh, peacock has a lot of hitchcock movies okay all right well i found to catch a thief on amazon prime oh cool oh. vertigo on hulu oh. and the birds on hulu now oh. i found these like six weeks ago and i haven't i didn't check again right before this podcast but that's what i found then yeah i don't know if i want to traumatize myself or re-try to re-traumatize myself with the birds yeah <laughs> so because <laughs> you know i mean that's that's one reason i don't like eating outdoors at a restaurant <laughs> oh lord i know my watching slash dining girlfriends and i go to this um restaurant every thursday that's in walking distance and um i think i've already told you all about this before but Indoor dining has reopened, but we do not do that. So we sit outside at a fire table Mm -hmm. and they bring a heater up or two heaters if we need it. And then the fire right in the middle and, oh, it's awesome. And the Pittsburgh crows are on their way back. We call them that because it's just like thousands, thousands of crows who come to Pittsburgh, who migrate here seasonally. It is so (laughs) awesome so awesome yes it is it's amazing i love them so much (laughs) well you've obviously never been to the container store like in november or december when the you know you've got like thousands of birds around there it's like you don't even want to get out of your car because they're all like in the parking lot in the evening i would love that no Yes. I don't love it. I don't I love, love it. Animales well, then I would like have that. to, then we, if we traveled together, then I would send you into the store. Cause I'm like, okay. I'm not getting out of the car. Okay. <laughs> so. so I guess we'll have to see if there are massive bird migrations that happen in Norway 
and have to plan accordingly then yeah and and maybe technically we want to go wherever the birds are because like they will signal us if we need to leave yes like if a comet is coming or sea levels are rising or if there's going to be a solar flare a wildfire yeah or uh it there's nothing volcanic on norway is there i mean that'd be iceland Uh, i don't think it's in iceland uh volcanic well it depends if you're watching uh the 911 shows oh. <laughs> and we oh, do cool. want to go see the northern lights we do that is a must okay now peacock they have something called alfred hitchcock presents i feel like it's something like uh that was a tv show yeah twilight like, like, yeah so, yeah exactly yeah. like twilight so, Zone. yeah they have a bunch of those too Cool. And he's he's on there, so yeah. Yeah, so we'll have lots of lots of stuff to watch. Yeah, and we'll we'll definitely do some more film festivals if those come up uh during the year and we can attend mm-hmm. like like we did with Sundance. Yeah. I hope y'all enjoyed watching the soup superb owl for anyone who did. <laughs> That's right. I hope your team won. <laughs> Of I'm rooting for the owl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The owl's one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. Excellent. So we'll play the mystery music on the way out here. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. So until then. <laughs>